And we're live. Good afternoon, morning, morning. Good morning, folks. It's odd because we record this a different day from when we release it. So I'm always trying to work out, is it morning, is, is it afternoon? But hey, wherever you're watching, whenever you're watching, welcome to a new episode of Let's Talk Common Sense with me, Mike Omni. It is so exciting because we are in a new month. It is the 1st of February. Are your goals coming to life? Are you becoming the person you always thought you would become? Sorry, this feels really odd. I feel like I'm doing a, a kind of a, you know, I'm channeling my inner Oprah, helping you become a better you. Folks, if you're new around here, this is a show where we talk about politics, but also we meet some really interesting people. And today, folks, is no different. We're meeting someone super interesting. Um, who's going to help you through finance, right? She She's brilliant. She's a author and a financial wellness coach. And so we're going to talk a bit about those budgets, those uh, those uh, those trigger points like planning and saving that gets people going, uh, and don't worry, folks, we're going to make sure it's relatable, that you enjoy it as well. So stick around for that. But of course, I must first take you through just the news, as it were. A really interesting story, actually, that jumped out to me just a bit before I, I started recording this was one that's actually on tcsnetwork.co.uk. Uh, if you don't know, this podcast is brought to you by uh, Common Sense. And it's about it's a story about the global divide between the rich and the poor. For the first time, it's shrinking. It, it, it's, it's actually shrinking, right? But here's the thing, and here's the caveat. It's not shrinking because... You know, the global poor are getting richer. No, it's because COVID-19 hit richer countries more than poorer countries. So I'm not sure if it's something to celebrate, but it's definitely interesting. You can see the debate at TCS Network on the UK. There's obviously uh, talks about Donald Trump. We can't escape him. I know, I know. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll do, we'll do 10 seconds on Trump. Uh, Trump's lawyers have quit ahead of his uh, uh, impeachment trial in the Senate, which is going to start in a couple of days. That's what you're getting in Trump. We're going to move on straight from there. If you go to the website, you'll see lots of stories about Boris Johnson and how COVID's going, this new government policy, uh, trying to make, uh, you know, incentivize, if you like, people to self-isolate for £500. We'll talk, we're talking about whether that, that's even worth it. Lots of interesting news stories happening but we're going to take a break from that for one minute and just talk to my wonderful guest who I'm going to invite now into our virtual studio. Welcome, Bola Soul. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's been a good day. Yeah? What, 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 what kind of stuff have you got up to? Um, I had a great jog today and I do this like abs workout on okay. YouTube, so that's great. Um regardless of the the pandem pandemic or pandemonia, whatever you want to call it, the pandemic, I am trying to stay in shape and be in um, good mood crew. Love that. So you 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 just did your kind of wellness routine almost, like your kind of self-care routine. What do you think about that? Because people often talk about like, you know, girl, I don't want to make it a a, a sex thing or gender whichever one it is people talk about kind of a self-care routine do you have that does it actually work do you do we all need that yes we all do um and it can come in different ways for some people it can come in the format of playing video games um it can come in the format of uh taking care of like your nails doing your nails um it can be anything like just just looking after yourself in ways that I guess you would, if you were busy, you wouldn't think about. Mm. I only say that because, of course, it's been a lot. This whole COVID season has been a lot. It's hit people's kind of, you know, 
physical, I, I gained a bit of weight. You know, I'm definitely more rounder than I was earlier, uh, <laughs> early last year. I'm trying to shake mine because I say I'm not going into auntie mode early. Like, <laughs> you cannot take me, boy. You're not taking me there. I'm not going. I can relate because I, you know, I just I looked at myself and I said, Mike, you're getting awfully plump. And, and unfortunately, we're at that stage now. I said we, but people are at that stage now, you know, once you kind of cross 25, cross 26, where your body just doesn't, it's not as quick as it used to be. You know, before yeah. it's like, boom, it's it's gone. Now it's like hanging around for a bit. Yeah, definitely. And th that snack costs too much as well. I've currently given up alcohol um, just because I just, it's, un you know, unnecessary calories. I don't feel I need it. I, I want to just be in just the greatest shape. And if I can, I try to just eliminate certain things. Amazing. You're practicing what you preach, which I think is is a powerful thing. Now, for folks who are wondering, you know, they, they, they want to find out a bit more about you. I actually love it. You know, I, I do lots of speaking and people always kind of read bios out. And I, I, I always kind of think I want to tell my story in my own words, right? So I love giving guests the chance to do that. You know, you know, I, I know you're an author. I know you're a financial wellness coach. We're going to go into some of these things in a bit of detail. But in your own words, you know, which we don't often get a chance to do, how, how would you describe your work and what you do? What's the vibe? <laughs> the vibe is making people financially confident and making them feel rich in their own terms, not defined by a number or you know how how many investments you have it's mm. rich in yourself knowing where your money is and um being content with that while also striving for more i love that wow <laughs> and how long have you been doing that for because that sounds like a lot uh to to be doing you know i i remember seeing you on um the bullish soul show a long time a long time ago no. is that when it started no so the bola soul show started in 2017 i believe yes 2017 i want to make sure i have that right and um the, i started speaking about personal finance on my blog refined currency in 2015 and it just kept growing from there then i still had my personal website bolasoul.co.uk and so that was like for me personally, that was fashion finance and feminism. Then there was personal finance, of course, which was just more about the money. And then there was personal development, um, which is what the, the Bola Soul Show was about. And that was like more the development of the community. Wow. I, I love stories when I hear like people have been, people have been like, could you, you see, put it this way. Social media does that thing, doesn't it? You see people's success and you kind of go, oh, that's great. You know, you, you kind of imagine they just did it, but you don't see all the years of blogging, writing. I mean, I can imagine days where you're just like, I don't want to blog, you know, but you're kind of like, I'm going to get something out. You get it out and you do it for years. And now you've, you've written a book, haven't you? I've only got and done it, right? I've only got and done it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> right, tell me about that little beautifully, beautifully compact book. I love typography. I'm a massive fan of just like succinct. And tell me yeah. about that. What was the process behind that? And what went into it? Oh, should we take it back to my vision board in <laughs> 2019? So I, I made a vision board and there was multiple things on it. And um, I still have it. And one of it was murky. Um, I don't know why I said I wanted to work with Murky in some capacity. And then uh, t two years ago, funnily enough, I was just working for myself, but 
I, I was finding it to be very difficult. I couldn't really get through to anyone um, in terms of companies. Maybe like the, the hunger for personal finance just wasn't there yet. Mm. And I was like, right, okay. And um, I remember thinking, is, is this going to work for me? And then I did like a... Um, a mentorship scheme and then they did it in this office and I remember seeing books everywhere and like lots of books by Penguin and I kept thinking you know is this a sign is this a sign am I going to get a book deal with Penguin I felt it I kid you not I felt it I said I'm going to get a book deal with Penguin and I couldn't I couldn't tell you why it was Penguin I just knew it was them I couldn't mm. tell you why. Um, you know, there's so many others. There's like Fourth Estate, which is I think under HarperCollins and um all these other companies, but I felt it, but then nothing was happening. So I just said, maybe I was wrong. And um, so I went back to work and I just said, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to get some qualifications, I'm gonna do this job, this job is gonna make me X amount of money, and then I'm just gonna use my money and buy houses. That was- <laughs> That was that was literally my plan. I'm just going to do this and buy houses and just make money off of that work. Just do it like everybody else. But then I found that when I kind of let go and let God, as they say, things started happening. Wow. Um, you know, stylist contacted me to do a workshop in associate in partnership with NatWest, and then at the start of last year murky messaged me they sent me an email and I was just like this is so crazy because it's on my vision board and um obviously murky books is under penguin so I was just like there it is there is that thing that I, <laughs> that I couldn't describe it was so strong I couldn't even tell anybody and it was really hard because although you know I have a degree in maths and finance and I worked for a long time a long um, doing these hustles and now I'm you know fully self-employed but it took a long time to get to that point and it was really hard even like telling my siblings who are um, older than me like most of them my young my next youngest sister is six years older so wow. my oldest brother is 14 years older than me so they didn't grow up on the internet as much as I did and it was really hard me kind of talking about this like me basically formulating a career that doesn't really exist. People thinking, what's a financial coach? People look for financial advisors and wealth wealth managers, but that's completely different from um, being a financial coach. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's emotional. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, I, I, I sometimes I just I just try to be content every day, and um, not necessarily content to the point that I don't do anything else, but also grateful. Um, it's very easy to just be like to get to a certain point and be like, oh yeah, did then you think no, like this is this is a position I wanted so badly, and maybe God wanted me to wait a little more and things like that. Mm. But I'm I'm ridiculously happy to be in the space I am now. I love that. I mean, can I put some stuff on your on your vision board just seeing as they come true? You know, can you just put the Donald Trump will be indicted by the Senate, on, you know, so, so you can't really. I mean, that that's quite something to to kind of see some see a vision it come to pass. But also, I think what's really interesting and why I want to get your thoughts because I think there's no one more qualified than you to talk about this is you've gone done, done this in the middle of a pandemonium, as you said, <laughs> like in the middle. So it's not like a you know, it's not a time where book deals are flying everywhere. You know, it's it's a time where. 
you know, it's re everyone's bootstrapping and people have been are in pain, quite frankly, from 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 COVID. I know people who've lost jobs, people who have made redundant. The furlough scheme is ending very, very soon. I think end of March or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, that makes the, the success or it makes the, uh, uh, the achievement even more kind of remarkable. So with the book, then what's the what's the aim? What, what's your aim? Because I, I guess authors always get asked this, don't they? they? They get asked, what do you hope? your book achieves and, and who's it for really i i would even say you know i don't want to say 16 plus because i think if you're under a particular age you can also read that um you can read the book it's not it it's for anyone who wants to fix their finances and they don't want all this jargon and they don't want it to sound like bs if i'm honest the book is um even with a note section, 125 pages maximum in a very small size. Um, and I just wanted to talk about the different ways that, you know, everything, so there's seven main chapters, there's mindset, there's budget, saving, debt, credit, investing, and wellness. This book is just that guide you need to get started and to put things in place and to really think, what is my money currently doing? And could it be doing more for me? And just to get to that place. So like, you know, I love when people tell me I'm reading a chapter and I'm making action points here. And I'm like, fantastic. Love it. Like, you just, cause I just want people to get to a place where, and you know, this is a shameless plug. I do it with Rich Girl Chronicles. So it's my money accountability group that I have. I just want people to get to a good place. So what I say is like, um, there's like RGC graduates. So people who are now like Bola, I no longer need the group. I am in a good place. My credit is in, in a good place. Maybe I have a few debt payments left. Um, I've got my emergency fund intact. My savings are up like 3K. I feel good and I budget every month. And I'm like, go on and prosper. <laughs> fly away from the nest. <laughs> Literally, I'm like fly because that's that's all I want. I don't, it's not like I want to hold anyone down because one of the things I said is my 20s are about you know, personal finance um, for everyone. But my 30s are about taking it to another level, properties, um, funds, you know, um, you know, having better investment portfolios. But, you know. That's a, so, I mean, Rich Gold Chronicles, that sounds like such a such a good group. Is it, some, is it kind of free? Do folks pay a subscription? How does it work exactly? Yeah, so it's currently a subscription. And we've had over 2,000 people um, wow. join different times yeah so that's been going since 2018 um like i think october november 2018 we've had over 2000 people come and go i don't like to hold people but i decided to make it a monthly membership because it used to be a five week course people come in they chat they gain information how is everybody it was great but then what i found is um i wanted to build a relationship with people and to understand their finances to understand their habits to understand their triggers to also understand a little bit about their family situation and where they rank in their family that's something that's very important because someone could be the oldest child and be paying the most bills in the house um and looking after their their younger siblings so having that relationship with them it just it it helps it helps me see a bigger picture I do not like to give generic advice. I absolutely despise it. I don't want people to say, oh, just budget and do this and yeah, fix your credit. No, because everyone's situation is completely different. And some people, they will have bills up to their ears. It could be medical bills for their family, um, whatever it is. So you have to treat every situation uniquely. Mm. 
I can see your passion for this, but uh, it's beautiful to see. Mm. I'm, I'm just, I always wonder when I meet passionate people who are, because I love passion. It's really weird, you know, but it's, I love it. You know, when I see someone who's passionate about hairdressing, it's something about just the the attention to detail they they pay, how they obsess over the minutiae of what they're doing. Something about that passion is just like, ah, good. My question to you then is like, where does it come from, man? Because, because you know, I, th I think I asked you this before. Like, were you that kid in, you know, in sixth form that was, you know, just keeping a spreadsheet on? Who owes you are and who and you know were you that like that? Have you always had this desire to be like financially quote unquote free? I know I sound like one of those traders, or is this something you kind of stumbled into for one of a better term, or, or or you responded to out of a need that you saw? I responded to um I responded to it out of a need that I saw. I felt like we use finances every day. Um, and we all need to understand our money. I wanted everyone to make better decisions um, and and to be informed enough so that they can make those decisions and decide what's best for them. And funnily enough, when I was in college, I was the president of the student union. So I was given a £10,000 budget. Well, there um, you go. Spend, <laughs> which was great, given a £10,000 budget to spend on the students and like make different changes. So that was really good um, in terms of, that was kind of like sitting on a board. So there was like um, people, like education officer entertainment officer um went to ACS at uni did that as well but that was that was quite different because you didn't have the same budget but in terms of I was never that person who I was never that person who like had spreadsheets and counted everything to the pennies when we were renting a house uh I think the least my, my name was first and um I got the, I think the gas and electric in my name, but like when I got my student loan, I know some people who went out and like, you know, bought like the latest Louis Vuitton luggage set or whatever, or backpack. And that, that to me, and I was just like, they were so, they said that they were so hungry. And I was just like, what are they carrying in that bag? What, what, what are you carrying other than? <laughs> school books and ambition because you're not eating and you just, can you imagine? Can you imagine if that was your friend, and then oh god, this person's coming over again. You know that they're looking for food. It's annoying because you've done the sensible thing with your money, and then they've gone and done that. But I was just—I was never into that. I just thought to myself, "All right, cool. I've got money. Let me make it stretch. Not for ten weeks, which was like the academic year for fourteen, because obviously um, I wasn't working at the time, and I just thought until I get my next sum of money. But um, yeah, I just. I didn't do much. Funny enough, I didn't have an overdraft at uni and I wish I did because it was 0%, but I didn't need it. And I see a lot of people, they've used that, they've gotten so used to their overdraft that like paying it off like becomes such a... It is, it is weird because you, you get used to it there, like it, it being there and it feels like it's your money, of course, you know, until yeah. you kind of realise it's, it's actually not, you owe money. I had to shake myself out of that mindset because I started playing around with like credit and overdrafts a little more after uni and like sometimes you just think why do I have to pay it back but it's I think that's a childlike response and I don't need to you just can't they just let me off yeah, like, just think, oh don't be <laughs> don't be silly come on I can't I did tweet I tweeted recently that one thing I want the conservative government to do that will make me pay attention because you know we are privileged somewhat, you know, I'm a self-employed too. And I, and I have been, you know, for, for years and we're privileged in some ways because 
not 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 much policy affects me and like personally you know businesses I'm, i look after a certain size you know so that we don't we're not really you know even covid which definitely hurt us we lost thousands of pounds it was you know i've talked about it everywhere it still wasn't the end of the world so to speak right so 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 i've always kind of felt a bit insulated from government policy however i recently got a council tax bill and i just thought well you know what why don't they just waive council tax for this year? Like that, that would, the conservatives would get my vote. If Boris Johnson, if Rishi Sunak said, you know what, this year we're getting rid of the council tax, I will campaign for them. I'm saying that here. I will, I will march. I will raise my fit. I will do whatever it takes, you know, <laughs> because it, loopholes, they, if they take away council tax, then what other tax will be put in to take over? Like it's a tough one. Well, I have a few ideas, you know, but but let's not. I don't want to give. A, I don't want to re reveal my hand too much. Um, but but to that though, you know, I only say that because COVID's tough, and for some people, council tax is like a punch in the throat, right? What would you say to someone who kind of is struggling, maybe he's lost income from COVID, and you know, normal bills that you could, you know, you could you could pattern, and for the older listener, that means something you could handle that's well within your power, right? You know. <laughs> Now those normal bills are kind of they're cascading on people, and they feel like they just can't. They just they they feel like they they, they can't meet the pay the bills, so to speak. What would you say to, to to that kind of younger person? How how would you how would you address them? Yeah, I would say it's time to upsell yourself. Um, there's so like you could be a virtual assistant. You could proofread if you're good at editing. You could do that. There's so many skills out there. There's websites like Fiverr. Um, for you know that's like the I forget the term that they use but um, like I said you could side, side hustle your way into making money there are always ways don't don't rest on on your laurels or feel like there's one avenue to making money there are so many you just like open up your mind and give it a minute and actually think about what skills that you have and get the book get the book because I imagine the book has lots of um lots of content in there that someone can use to actually start kind of think i i like the way you kind of phrased it this idea of you know just uh, making finance relatable but equally giving people like making it jargon free so that people actually have the tools the, the image that came up in my head when you were speaking of someone kind of taking notes and actually budgeting as they were reading it you know, it's so important because let's be quite frank, finance is that trigger word for a lot of people. And I love that you've got a range of different things you do that helps people just see that in a different light from the three digits podcast. Is, is that still going on? Are, are you guys recording through lockdown? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, we meet up um, as much as we can. And then every Thursday, a new episode comes out, rain or shine, we get it done. I love it. And consistency is that thing, isn't it? It's that it's the difference between that vision board image and the book in your hand right now. The book, yes, 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 the book that everyone should go out and get. A great pocket book. It's available on Amazon and Waterstones. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. No, listen, brother, thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you for for sharing a bit of that. And folks, maybe you're thinking, I want to hear more. Can oh, I've got a question? Well, get the book. <laughs> right or, or or reach out you know be join the rich girl chronicles it's a shame why why aren't there any rich guy chronicles we tried to create one and they just didn't talk as much oh no come Unless on that is a, that is a trope that we have to... 
<laughs> you know it's true. That's how you feel. <laughs> you lot don't want to speak, so I'm like, well, I'm not gonna force you. It's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's too hard. And yeah, I, yeah, there's too much to say. But listen, <laughs> thank you for being a part of this and for giving your time uh, to this conversation, folks. If if it's your first time, then do subscribe. Uh, turning your notifications wherever it is you're listening from be, become a part of this growing family because there's lots of exciting guests coming up this was a shorter episode but uh next week we'll have a longer episode just to keep things fresh but i hope you have a great week and bola thank you so much is there anything else people need to know because i've told i've said rich girl chronicles i've said the book how else can people kind of connect with you and find out about what you do which your 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 part your service is essential that's the term you're an essential service during this, this <laughs> so what can people do to, to connect with you yeah, so I am on Twitter and Instagram, and that's B-O-L-A underscore Sol, S-O-L, Bola underscore Sol, and I'm on YouTube as well at Bola Sol, so you're going to see a lot more money videos coming this year. Looking forward to that YouTube channel. Hey guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. Is that, is that your intro? Have you, have, you, have you perfected your intro? No, I haven't. Do you know whose intro that I absolutely love, or should I say outro? And I found out that I'm in a mutual group with him, and I actually just need to be like, I am... I'm proper loving what you're doing. It's uh, do you know Poku Banks? It's Poku Banks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. Well, I look forward to seeing that outro. I'll comment and let you know what I think. But take care, Bella. Thank All you right. for being.